Welcome to the Soul to Earth podcast. I am your host, Carrie Koss, a psychic, energy healer, and spiritual teacher. My intention in creating this podcast is to support soul seekers, light workers, energy healers, and star seeds in opening up to your spiritual gifts, making the supernatural more natural. Let's get enlightened. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Soul to Earth podcast. My name is Carrie Koss and I'm a psychic, energetic healer, light worker, and spiritual teacher. I am so excited that you're here with me today. This is my maiden voyage, my first episode, and I'm just honored and touched that you decided to spend some of your time with me listening and connecting. So my intention with this podcast truly is to support and inspire you on your spiritual path, helping you discover and remember all of your gifts and abilities as a soul on the earth during this time of massive growth and ascension on our planet. I like to bring the spiritual into real life in in a grounded way and to make the supernatural natural and to make it as tangible as possible. I have been dedicated to my own spiritual growth and ascension for over 25 years. And so it is my intention to hopefully share some inspiration, light, and practical ideas, tips, and tricks to be able to help embody and integrate your spirituality into your everyday life. So let's get enlightened. So as this is my very first podcast, uh, the first episode, I'm going to just give you some history of my own journey and how I got to be where I am today. And my hope is that you derive some inspiration from this and validate your own journey as you hear my own story. After all, we're all here to support and inspire each other and to be able to really, again, embody the spiritual into everyday life. So a little bit about me. I am a California kid originally. I was actually born and raised in Berkeley, California. And as some of you might know, the Berkeley, California is in the San Francisco Bay Area, and the Bay Area is has always been known, especially since the beginning of the 60s, as a very progressive place to live. Um, and so that is definitely something that I feel like on a soul level I designed in advance. I was born in the 60s to two really pretty wonderful people. They were very supportive of my sisters and I and our creativity and our our journeys. And this really helped to lay the groundwork for what, how my life unfolded and my journey unfolded. So a lot of people ask me, were you always psychic? Did you know at a young age that you were, were you seeing things? Were you aware of spirits, energy? How did that Uh, manifest for you. And so what I like to tell people is I probably had a very similar 
um, experience to many of you who identify as being star seeds or light workers. I was very attuned to energy. I could read and sense people's emotions and feelings, even if they weren't saying what they felt and experienced verbally. And so I was always uh, picking up on and able to tune in to how people felt and so as a result a lot of people liked me because I could read them and experience their you know what was going on with them and be sensitive to that so that was always my experience so it was as far as if you're looking at all the different abilities that we have the spiritual senses we have the deepest one that manifested for me at first was really clairsentience being able to sense energy and feel energy however in the evening often when I would be uh, in my own room or at a sleepover at a friend's house I could always sense and feel the spirits that were in homes and inner areas so I always remember when I was a child I grew up in a house that was probably about 80 years old at the time and I remember in my bedroom always feeling as though there was energy watching me and whether that energy was malevolent or benevolent I wasn't quite sure because I didn't have any kind of way to gauge that interaction or what I was sensing so I always remember just calling in like uh, I would say I called in you know my spirit team although I wasn't necessarily conscious of that to watch over me and protect me and my mother was a very spiritual person and I always felt like I had her sort of protection around me if that makes sense and so that was definitely something that was part of my life and I always felt like I was a little bit different than many people now different doesn't mean better definitely not I always just felt like I was a square peg trying to fit into a round hole and this is one of the really signature identity markers that I know a lot of light workers and spiritual seekers feel often is that they don't quite feel like they fit in or they also feel like a sense of they're picking up on things that a lot of does that doesn't bother a lot of people and why is that and there's definitely a reason for that which we'll get into more over time but this was definitely the case for me fortunately i really manifested a, a very nice early years of my life i had a lot of very wonderful friends my parents had a lot of uh, they were very spiritual people my mother was definitely i would say a very strong christian but she was just in love with i what i believe to be the christ um, embodiment the energy of christ so she had a, what i think to be a very love based energetic relationship with the christ consciousness and so she shared that with us in 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 a way that i felt like she had a very open heart and so i also learned to do this as well so i didn't really have like a striking awakening until i was just graduating from high school so um, although one of the driving forces when i was in junior high and high school was that i connected with my friend group and the people around me on the deepest level possible emotionally and so i always felt like i i could sense again what was going on with them what i picked up on and then i just went to that place with them and, and i just had some wonderful people in my life and 
I think I'm very grateful for that because I, um, I honestly think that that has helped me really stay grounded throughout my life is having so many loving, supportive people around me. So that's been very helpful. So back to my spiritual awakening. When I was about 18 years old, just graduated from high school, I was so excited. I was, I really was into being independent and wanted to have my own place. Uh, even though I was going to college, um, it was local, so it made it very easy. So my best friend and I, she found the apartment and we put the down payment on and we moved into our own place, which was so exciting in the very, not too far from where I grew up. So. What happened after that was when everything sort of started shattering and opening up. One night I came home, we had gone out and we had ordered food and to bring it home and we started eating and quite literally within a matter of minutes, I started having a full-blown panic attack. Of course, I didn't know that's what it was, but I was overcome with a uh, really strong urge to uh, feel like I was dying. My, I was having a heart attack. I was hyperventilating. And it was so strong that we actually ended up going to the hospital. So that night really began a chain of events of my ultimate fear and limitation of my life, where I felt like my life was getting smaller and smaller because I wanted to avoid the anxiety. The beauty of it all was, again, I, I mentioned my mother was very supportive. So she actually found me a therapist who works specifically with people who had panic attacks. And I always call him, his, he's deceased now, but his name was Chuck Wickstrand. And I really call him like my beginning meditation teacher because the, the best part of it was I was um, just absolutely scared even to talk about how I felt. And so he really helped facilitate an opening and a relaxation and a journey for me that consisted of breath work, meditation, visualization, and positive affirmations mindset. And so once I was uh, equipped with these tools, I was on fire and so excited to really understand how we as people can transform our energy and our mindset and our thoughts and feelings and, and experience basically with awareness and tools that could help us to transcend our limiting thoughts and beliefs and our fear. And so this really started me on a journey of self-exploration. I essentially decided that I wanted to just drop out of college and I really wanted to just do a study of human development, psychology, but also understand how we could carry with us these pains, issues, and belief systems and energies that would make us experience these type of things. So I really dove deep and began reading whatever I could get my hands on uh, to understand what this was about. It was just a complete passion for me. And it didn't feel like it fit into the con confines of psychology. And so um, I didn't find a fit there academically. So I moved away from that. And so during that time, I was also starting to open up to what I like to now refer to as 
the inner guidance, that inner guidance which we know to be our intuition, higher self. And I started actually inter interacting with the universe and asking the universe to guide me. And so that has stuck with me through all these years. And what happened is, as I went through this process, I actually ended up coming upon this one book called Creative Visualization. And Creative Visualization was written by a woman named Shakti Gawain. And Shakti Gawain was actually a, a teacher who taught in the Bay Area. And that was the beautiful thing about, especially that time frame in the 80s uh, and early 90s, is that obviously this is way before the internet. So the magic of it was there were so many spiritual teachers in the Bay Area where I live. So I was able to attend in person some of these workshops and courses. So that was the case with Shakti Gawain. So Shakti has written this book, as I mentioned, Creative Visualization, and she was definitely a leader in the field, especially during that time frame. And so I attended her class and really creative visualization, excuse me, creative visualization is exactly what you would imagine. It is mindset, law of attraction, and all of the workings of how to manifest in your life on a mental, physical, emotional, prosperity level, all the levels. So the cool thing about it was that I was like one of the only 20-somethings in this class, myself and one other girl who really became a good friend of mine. And the rest, everyone else was in their 40s. And so this was, I think, about a six-week class and we dove right in. And it really was something that I was so excited about. I completely wanted to make this into whatever I ended up doing. I didn't, I couldn't quite put it all together, but it was a mission. Now, as I mentioned, I became good friends with this woman Kathleen who was in the course with me and so one night she called me and she said Carrie I just went to this incredible uh, ex I just had this incredible experience I had an energy healing and I said you had a what <laughs> and she said I had an energy healing and so she said you have to come and check it out so what I then arranged to do the a few days from the time she called me is we made um a trip out to this place where she was getting energy work done and also learning about meditation and psychic readings. And so we uh, entered into this Victorian building. It was like a two-story building in Berkeley, walked up the steps, and immediately I sensed the energy in the place. It was very calm. It felt very nurturing. It felt what I know and use the language of saying it was very high vibrational. And I was really just completely blown away with, I would say the level of integrity that I could sense within this building. And so I signed you know, up on the list and I uh, waited my turn and just observed while I saw these energy healings going on. And so I sat down in a chair and the, uh, the guy who did my energy healing explained to me what he was going to be doing, that he was going to be smoothing out my aura, he was going to be working on my energy field, he was going to be cleaning out my chakras and explaining to me what he sensed and felt. And so he started to work on me and I was 
it was like I was coming home. I felt completely entranced by the work that he was doing on me. I could feel it inside of my physical body, just the energetic shift. And I also then was noticing I was becoming more conscientious of, well, where is my auric field and how far out is my energy and where is it? And so it was just an incredible experience. And so I left there feeling like I had come home and that this is what I wanted to do more of. And from there, I then, even before I left the building, I made an appointment to get a psychic reading with the students there because it was really set up as a school and as a clinic and a place where there were teachers that, uh, you know, taught in uh, all these different subjects to do with energy healing and psychic readings and then advanced spiritual studies. And so several days later, I went back and then I had a psychic reading with them. And this is what my experience was. I walked into this room and it was very quiet and grounded. And again, that same sense of soothing energy. And they went through and they did an energy healing on me first, just to kind of smooth out my energy field. And then they went through and began doing the reading on me. And what I noticed about the, intention of the reading and the ethics of how they performed it and how they worked together was that there was just so much precision and integrity and that I felt like I was in very good hands. And what they did is that they went through my chakras and they read all my chakras and they talked about what they sensed there, if there were pictures or colors or images or energy. And then, uh, so they went one through seven in the chakras and then they went through my aura and then after that they answered questions and it was just an incredible experience it was about 45 minutes and again I walked away feeling like this is what I want to do this is what I want to do I want to study this I want to learn to do this and this is like coming home I really felt I was belonged there so shortly after that I signed up for their beginning classes which were energy healing one, energy healing two, and then meditation one, meditation two. And I went through those beginning courses, just flew through them and just sucked up everything that I was being taught. But then they had a more intensive program. It was a psychic development program where they had a beginning level and then an advanced level. And I just knew this is what what I was meant to do. And I felt such an alignment with that. And mind you, at the time, I have to say, I was 22 years old. And, you know, I felt as though this was my college. And of course, and during that time, even in the 90s in a very progressive area, there wasn't many other people doing anything like this. So although it felt completely like alignment aligned for me, I also felt a little nervous about, um, you know, how this would appear to other people. So I really kept it more to myself and for a long time and just worked, you know, independently on my spiritual development. So fast forward a couple of years, I went through the intensive program. I then began uh, teaching classes myself, although at that time I, we, we weren't doing it in Berkeley. We went to Hawaii and did it and a few of us and then I moved to LA and I all told all told I was with the school I want to say for six years or so 
and it went well for such a long time and it was incredible. The one thing that started to separate for me though is I really felt that at that time that there was a really big delineation between my spiritual work and then my life on you know my I call it my muggle life or my earth life with my family and my old friends and people that had known me even people I worked with and there was a disconnect and I must say that in the school I was in it wasn't necessarily encouraged to separate from your family and friends but it was just sort of a proximity thing it's just what ha happened naturally and this did not sit well with me because again I came from a very loving family I had a lot of people I cared about and I just felt as though my life was out of alignment and so I as I did many times went into meditation and I asked my higher self and my guides what should I do with my life should I stay here should I move into something else what should I do and this is the answer that I got. Now, mind you, this is one of the things I teach my students because again, I do teach classes in intuitive development, energy healing, quantum healing, and also I'll be teaching a class in learning to read the Akashic Records for yourself. And I have continued education and support for my students and community that's ongoing to be able to build your practice, but also to be able to grow as a soul and a body during this time and feel supported. So I said to my guides and my higher self, what should I do? And this is the answer I got. You should become a hairstylist. And I heard this on a clear audience level. That's what I was going to say. One of the uh, strong abilities that I've developed is clear audience. And that's the ability to hear spirit clearly. And when I heard that becoming a hairstylist, the first thing I thought of I don't know if I have the right information. Is this clearly coming from source? This sounds like something that I made up myself. I don't think so. And so I shut the communication down. Literally, I turned the channel down and I didn't listen to it for a year. You know, we do have free will. And so we don't have to do everything our higher self and our guides tell us to do. Although it is in our highest, greatest good to stay in alignment with that so that things flow in our lives and we can meet our life and our abundance. So that year went by and I became more and more disenchanted with where I was in my life and also with the community where I was in. I just felt out of alignment and it wasn't the right path for me. And it was almost a year to the day later. At that time, again, I was living in LA, uh, teaching classes and we had just opened a school there and I went into meditation again and I said to my guides, what should I do? And again, as clear as day, the information came in and, it, and the information said, you should become a hairstylist. You can open your own salon. This would be a great thing for you. Now this time I listened. I listened and I took time to myself to figure all out all the pieces of the puzzle and everything fell into place. Just like things do when we listen to our higher selves and our intuition, everything synchronistically set up. I signed up for Vidal Sassoon Academy, which was right in LA. I was able to live with a girlfriend who had also been in the program for spiritual development, but had since left and was building her own business doing other things. So she was a great support for me. And I went and then rented my own apartment and everything fell into place. Now, I must admit, there were moments in the beginning when I was getting right back into transitioning into 
muggle life or the earth life, well, I was really scared. I was nervous that I would lose all of the uh, abilities that I had so hard, uh, excuse me, worked so hard to develop. And so I wanted to be able to hold on to those, but I was also worried about my path going in a negative direction. And I will say that there was some back sort of flack that I got from some members of my community that where they did not validate my choice to leave. And so I was worried in general if I was making a mistake. And so there was this discrepancy between me being so excited to be in a career that I was really just beginning to do and get started in and then fear of what the uh, after effects would be of me heading right into more of a secular life, let's call it that. So I remember talking to my guides. I, I was so funny. I had gone into a bookstore and uh, it was in the beginning of months of my program at Sassoon and I said to my guides, I don't think I can do this. This is too much. I can't keep my, my gates wide open with my spiritual practice and also do this. And I really f reached out to them and beseeched them to support me and help me figure it out. And really after that, and this is something to note, I felt like the volume was turned down in my gifts and that I then shifted into what I like to say is my heart chakra connections. Because that's always a foundation for something that I've had, which is that I love people unconditionally from a divine place. And so I do, I work on non-judgment and connection. And so this was my guiding light that I went into working with people and then creating a career around working on people, essentially where I went from a place of love and integrity. And that has been my guiding force this entire time. So after graduation of Sassoon, I moved back up to the Bay Area because I knew I didn't want to live in LA and I wanted to be back in the Bay Area. And it, everything just lined up. I was able to connect and find a salon that was really valued who I was also as a sensitive healer and uh, a hairstylist and the first career job I had in the business with with an amazing stylist and owner his name was Peter Thomas and he was also kind of a woo-woo guy he was had a lot of integrity but he was into yoga and meditation and mindset and things like that so I really felt comfortable being there and that's where my career began and I continued to connect with people, do my own spiritual work and move in that way, but I wasn't doing it as an occupation. It did not feel in alignment during that time. And so I worked and have worked for almost 30 years as a stylist and I developed a really successful business I then fell in love, got married 22 years ago, still married to my husband, Fred, and he is what I like to say is my opposite. On a personality level, he's a grounded engineer, very focused, but on a soul level, we're the same. We have the same values. We have the same visions for our family and our children and how we want to support them and our lifestyle and things like that. So it's been just a beautiful journey. But this whole time, I 
also was wondering at some point, when would it be right for me to go into doing spiritual work, meaning readings and healings, and maybe even teaching classes, because I always felt like that was coming at some point. I felt like it was just around the corner. And I would check in with my guides and I would say, is it time yet? And they would say, not yet. And mind you, at this time, of course, I'm raising two children with my husband and we're investing a lot of time into their growth and development and nurturing them. And so my energy was spent doing that as well as my business. And about eight years ago, I started working in a salon here in Portland. It was an older building and had a lot of what I like to say spiritual energy around it and in it. And I remember I felt like the door started opening again, the veil was thinner and I started seeing and sensing spirits again. And I was so excited. I felt as though this was an opportunity for me to start integrating it into my muggle life, my daily life. And when I sensed things, if it was called, if I was called to do so, I would share it with the people around me. And I just started testing the waters. And as life has changed, consciousness has changed, the planet has risen in its vibration and more people are open, obviously, like you, star seeds, to spiritual information, to seeing what's behind the veil to opening up to energetics and the quantum realm and the Akasha and things have started shifting. And so I started noticing this and I started sensing more, feeling more. Things were not as covert, hidden. And I couldn't be more excited about that because I knew that I really wanted my spiritual life to merge with my daily life. And I wanted two to become one again. But I also knew it had to be grounded because back when I started this journey, you it being a healer and a psychic wasn't something many people d did. And they certainly didn't do uh, it on mass as they're doing it now. And also being able to do energy work and make a viable living doing that. So as time went on, several years passed, this was probably about five or six years ago, I started working in another salon where everybody was really open to spirituality. And so as a result, my gifts came online more and I was felt really in alignment to talk more about the energetics that were going on in everyday life within my workspace. And everybody was so open to it and things started shifting again and I felt like, okay, the inner that I feel is in alignment with the outer and it's starting to change. And so I asked my guides again, is it time yet? And they said, not yet. So in 2019, in the later part of the year, I came down with a very severe case of psoriasis. I'd never had it before. And I felt completely, um, you know, I was at a loss as to why it was happening and what I needed to do. So the beauty of it was I ended up having to take off about two weeks and uh, I had to basically, it was my hands were um, just covered and my feet were covered and I had to take time off. And what I understood from that time frame was I was being prepared for something that my body was clearing out energy and I was going through a healing and that there were things were about to change.
So, March 2020, we had to shut our salon down. All of us were in quarantine. And it, I had 12 weeks off to myself. My children are a little older by now, so they don't need me on a daily level. They were both at home, but they are very self-sufficient. One is a senior in college and one is in a senior in the high school now. And so I had all this time. And so I could hear and feel and sense my guides around me and they were giving me directives. And so I began to be able to meditate just like the old days, two hours a day. It was such a luxury and I am so grateful for it. And during that time in the very beginning, they gave me the directive to go and buy five journals five journals and that I was going to be channeling and transmitting a lot of information. And so that's what I did. I went to my favorite office supply store. I bought five journals and I began, began channeling and writing every day, five days a week during that whole 12 weeks. And what I gleaned from them was that it was time for me to put my work out into the world. It was time for me to start owning all of my abilities and to be able to share them and they'd be able to sort others on their spiritual path. It was time. It was time to embody my journey and I had been prepared all these years to be able to do it because after all, I opened up my gifts in my early 20s. They never went away. They just were lying dormant waiting for the right time. And I knew that I could embody and support others on their journey because I had everything I needed to be able to do that, including all of the spiritual support from my team to be able to host these classes and sessions, to be able to work with people from a place of integrity and clarity and right energy and divine love. And it was time. And so I wrote out what would become the framework for my 12-week intensive course, which is on intuitive development and reading. And in June of 2020, I launched my free online course to be able to learn to meditate and begin to read energy. It was a starter course to be able to put it out into the world just to see if people were ready for it, and they certainly were. And then last year, and then this year, I've already run two intensive 12-week courses learning to read energy and to do psychic readings and to do energy work. And I, I couldn't be more stoked. I'm so excited. And so here I am today. It's all come into alignment. And one of the things I wanted to share with you is something really important, is that just because someone has been doing spiritual work for a long time doesn't make them more in alignment or more in a place of ascension or clearer than you. If you just started your journey last month or a year ago or two years ago, you're no further along than anybody else. It doesn't matter where anyone else is. This is not an earthly gauge of readiness. It has more to do with your intention and with your preparation and allowing healing to occur so that you can embody your soul. It's so much deeper than that. 
One of the bits of guidance that my guide said to me is that I needed to learn to go back into the Akashic Records. Now, I learned the Akashic Records when I did my training years and years ago. But for some reason, in my mind, I always left them in a place of sanctuary and of being relegated only for certain specific times that were sacred and it was just this divine ceremony that you really had to get permission to even do. So I left it alone just knowing my personality type. Typically I tend to run with that humility vibration so I don't get cocky and start poking my nose in, into places energetically that I shouldn't be going into. So I backed off on them for many years but then in 2020 they said to me you need to go into the Akashic Records. And so I bought an online course. I did actually in the line Akashic Records reading course with Ashley Woods. And what I liked about it for me is because I had already had a lot of training. So I didn't necessarily need support um, from a community or from a mentor to be able to do this. I just needed to know the mechanics of how to set it up and then I would be often on my own connecting with my guides. So that's why that course was perfect for me. Um, I have a different viewpoint about how to support my own students when they're working either in the energetic realm, the quantum realm, or in the records, because I feel like people need a lot of support and community to be able and practice reading a lot because they, to be able to really embrace and embody the work and to ground it into the physical, but that's for another time. So I went into my own records and while I was there, I ended up connecting as a star seed, as many of you can relate to, with uh, my Pleiadian guides. And these are basically high vibrational guides, beings of light and divine love from the Pleiades star system. So they're more something you would equate to being angels or beings of light. They don't have physical bodies, but they're definitely guides of mine. And my viewpoint of anytime I'm working with any either being of light or um, spirit guide of mine or ascended master or other guides I have is that uh, nothing that they say should be gospel or take away from what you know to be true from your own heart and your higher self. That's first and most paramount in as far as following guidance. I just want to make that disclaimer right now. But as I spoke to my Pleiadian guides, I could, they gave me this whole 360 perspective of what it was, what my life had been about for all these years since I basically went into cosmetology school and before that. They showed me this photo of myself down in that parking lot, beseeching them and asking them for help and guidance and to be able to integrate in my earthly life with my spiritual life. And they understood, they understood why I turned the volume down and that I needed to be able to learn all the tools that I've learned by having my own business, working as a professional, mentoring people professionally, as well as building a business that 
these are all the tools I need now to put my work into the world. And it made perfect sense to me. And also they reminded me that I've been working in, on a healing level with my clients all these years, um, just in a different capacity. So it was completely validating. But also once I started working in the records again, I had a whole, because of all my psychic abilities already being activated, by the time I got up to the records, and the potentiality of the records and all the guides I connected with in the records and all, all of the work that I've downloaded since then is so expansive and, and, um, and touches so many areas of healing, growth, development, ascension, prosperity, manifesting your purpose. It, it's endless what can be done there. And so it has literally up-leveled my work completely to such a deep level that I, I couldn't be more excited to, again, help other people find the same kind of uh, tools for awareness and ascension, and also just to improve life in general, the quality of life, to release trauma, to be able to, um, you know, change timelines. There's just so much to it. But again, it's also because as we already know that this is the time of expansion and ascension on planet earth. The, as I changed, the earth had changed and this was part of my contract, but it's not just me. It's all of you as well. And that's why we're massively awakening at the same time. And that's why you're here. I'm quite sure. So I hope I can support you in that way. So I wanted to just let you know where this podcast is going and where my work is headed. First of all, again, thank you so much for being here. I couldn't be more excited to be connecting with your ears and your heart and your energy field. That's a privilege and I take that very seriously. And so there'll be a certain amount of structure to this podcast as far as what I'll be offering each month. The, you'll, you can always count on that an episode will be released in the beginning of every week. You can always count on the fact that I'll be looking at the content really regularly and making sure I'm serving you as my community and what you're hoping to gain and what you enjoy the most. So I'll be paying attention to that and communicating with you. But some of the topics, let me tell you what I'm excited about that we're covering and that of um, also what uh, I'll also be doing, teaching you what I know as far as opening up to your sense, spiritual senses to be able to heal, grow and expand in your awareness and in your life and to serve you in any way I possibly can as far as being a spiritual mentor teacher. So we're going to be covering such things as astrology, human design, mediumship, quantum healing and quantum healing covers, there's a lot of topics within quantum healing that I find really fascinating. And of course, we'll be working in the Kashic Records, we'll be working with high vibrational uh, extraterrestrials, you'll be learning about telepathy, the consciousness of this podcast really will be ever changing and spontaneous as well, because that's spirit is spontaneous and spirit is ever changing. And so I couldn't be more excited. The one other thing I want to tell you is once a month, I am going to be doing a live reading. Well, actually, I shouldn't say live reading because it'll be posted, but it'll I'll be hosting it with a uh, one 
listener. So you can start emailing me if you do want to be put on the list to be a listener. And then every month I'll have Spirit guide me to who needs the reading. But we'll be doing a 20 minute reading every month. And so you can kind of see what I do and how it works and then what I offer and how I share this with my students. I also do have uh, a course coming up in the beginning of January, mid-January, which is how to become your own oracle by reading the Akashic Records for yourself. And this will be a very in-depth exploration of the Akashic Records, what they are, how to prepare to work within them, the healing and changes that occur when you start raising your vibration and working within them, but also really how to get the most out of working in the records on a very deep level. There'll be a lot of topics covered. So anyway, I have so many exciting plans and I cannot wait to connect with all of you. If you found this enjoyable, connect it with it in some way, and you think that others that you know would benefit from this type of content, please give me a like and a follow. I would love to be able to reach uh, out to all of you and open up my arms in this community. You can also find me, I have a private Facebook page called Souls Fellowship, and there will be a link on the podcast Facebook page for that as well, as well as my schedule if you did want to connect and possibly do a reading in 2022. All right, people, I'm just sending you so much love and affinity. Thank you for being here and let's get enlightened. Take care.